And now for the podcast that is filling your head with garbage. Not all podcasts wear capes. Bing, bang, 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 bang. We got to do like a guitar, like 80s guitar riff of our wanna, thing. Do you want to improve on the theme song? Yeah, no, I just, you know. <laughs> just know. for special episodes just uh special episodes like, we, we, we need we need to we need to up our viewers so we need to do more radical we got to get it radical kind of like turn it like up titans to titans fighting <laughs> like we were yeah, talking we about like Zack Schneider would have it like turn it up to 14 i thought, I thought you didn't want to talk about him today yeah. Well, yeah we're gonna have to talk about him anyway because we're gonna do like a like a trailer about him. I was like, I don't want to do another but, Zach Snyder. This is a Zack Snyder episode. All right, so 300. What did you guys think? Ready? Go. Oh, God. <laughs> Except for the homophobia. Right, I, that, that, that nice mid-2000s homophobia. <laughs> Man, me, 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 meaningless, uh, but very good-looking fighting. Uh, you know, it's like... Uh, Welcome to Snyder Cast. This is who we are uh, now. <laughs> what would you do? What did you do on the thing? Because uh, I didn't re- say you have to save those little recordings, and um, I didn't save Anthony's. Anthony, do your thing. What was it? What the, oh. the Snyder Cast. Your Snyder Cast intro. I have oh, uh, it. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is the podcast where we're talking Zack Snyder all the time and monster trucks. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's what you're talking about. Sunday, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday, yeah. Sunday. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But uh, speaking of the one Titan, Zack Snyder, we got two other Titans we're going to talk about, right? Ariani, tell them what we're, listening, what we're going to talk about today. We're talking about Godzilla versus Kong. Choose your fighter. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with Giant Lizard versus Monkey thing. Or oh, something. yeah. Giant, li- giant Lizard versus Monkey, which is... <laughs> <laughs> and that was yeah. like the the rampage video game from the eighties, but they did a movie with the Rock with that, right? I heard that was did, actually yep. more. Sure did. did anybody I heard that see was more that? Fun. I I didn't, but I heard it was I actually did, not yeah. as bad as as people. Oh, what do you what did you think, Spade? I don't really remember. You know, it was like whatever. I mean, I remember Rampage when I was a kid playing that, and you know, in the yeah, arcade. That was a good video was, game. I like loving that. it. Yeah, um, the movie was just like mutated animals beating each other up um it was all right which is what people pay to see <laughs> that's what we're all here for this is fill the screen with mayhem and then all of a sudden people will watch it you know yeah death destruction mayhem you know right monster movie type thing pretty much like Everyone, Schneider movie. superman yeah. third act disaster movies people love disaster movies we've been going to see them since mayhem and disaster are two different things, I think. Mayhem is just senseless things happening all the time. In a disaster movie, there's build-up. There's you know, there's 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 an arc to the thing. And when you kind of... you know what it's called when you combine the two, right? T. <laughs> no, Bayhem. I don't. Mayhem. Mayhem. Yeah. A Michael Bay movie. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So King Kong versus Godzilla, or Godzilla versus Kong, whatever you want to call it. Uh, what do you guys think? You like it? I like it. I dug it. I like tea. it too. See? Tea? <laughs> I mean, listen, I... Here we go. I, we can't just get a yes or no. 
All right. No. Now the next 30 now. minutes are yours, T. Go for it. <laughs> did, I, did I like it? I mean, but we're, we have to discuss it, right? We can't of go course. like, yes, I liked it. And then we can move on to trailers or something no, like that, right? No, we're going to right, actually so, like, I mean, get into it. I, I was plot. a really, really big fan of Godzilla and King Kong movies from like young child. It was, and I think I even mentioned it on the podcast, another episode that um, it was Thanksgiving, you know, and back, I think it was well, Channel they, 5 they or Channel 11. every time. Channel 11, I think, yeah. Yeah, Channel yeah 11. it's 11. Um, yep. And they would have it, uh, and this goes back to the 70s, you know, that they would have Thanksgiving Day, Thursday, they would do King Kong movies. And then the Friday afterwards, they would just do all the Godzilla movies. And my brother and I looked forward to that every year. That was the biggest the biggest thing for us you know so uh so you know and i loved that and king Ghidorah and all the we knew all the monsters and then baby mina godzilla baby godzilla we loved that remember do you guys do you remember baby godzilla i, I don't think so Nate, baby remember. godzilla and what she would do instead of like electrical fire like that she would go and it would like be this thing, and then she like killed one of King Ghidorah's uh, heads with just a little ring, like a little thing ring going around his neck. It was pretty cool. Baby Godzilla Mina. I, I gotta look that up. I don't know. If I and, and I and I loved and I love those like, and I love uh, the Godzilla man in suit uh, stuff. <laughs> Uh, but you know, and that's all really what Power Rangers is, right? It was just the man, the, the yeah. logical manifestation of that going forward. But um, I love the awful miniature work, all that kind of thing. You know, the you know the Toho people making these, the you know these epic things out of just like stuff that they're finding in the studio and you know cardboard boxes and stuff like that. You know, I love that stuff. And I mean, it did that didn't seeing this didn't really capture. All right, what did I like? I like the fight on the boats. That was creative. That's the best sequence of the movie. Right. Right. It was creative. It's something I hadn't seen before. These huge, huge monsters on the... Now, the scale doesn't really work because if Godzilla or King Kong are jumping off a boat, that boat is trashed. You know what I mean? So, but, <laughs> but we're not looking for any kind of reality here or anything like that, you know? Listen, Cause, cause this the, movie falls apart at the seams with all sorts of logic. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, absolutely. Things. Like, like, the logic you can pull on a string and it all just unravels like a sweater. But... Nobody's coming to if watch you this want movie for perfect to logic. Destroy my sweater. Pull the string. <laughs> no one's away. watching these movies for perfect logic at no, all. No. And uh, I mean, I mentioned this week that I think people have like what I call cinema sins brain rot, where. They're literally holding movies up to these ridiculous standards and they're nitpicking the crap out of them. Just nitpicking every stupid little thing to try and, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Folks, I'm pointing to myself. Rot. Yeah, because it's, it's ridiculous, in my opinion, to just nitpick every little thing and then use that as a way to dismiss a movie as being bad. And it's just like... I get it. We all do it. We all nitpick and it's fun to do, but that shouldn't be what criticism is. That shouldn't be um, uh, a reason to, to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Um, is this movie dumb? Yes. Did I enjoy it? 
hell yes. So I mean, I think I think that's that's what counts here. I mean, but, it kind of sets you up in the beginning when uh, King Kong is scratching his ass, right? That like, right. Pretty, it's pretty like much sets the tone. Yeah. <laughs> like the Truman Show, King Kong, right? He's just in there. Oh my there. God! Yeah, yeah he's they there taking a shower in the morning. Those, he's doing the thing like brushing his teeth, going, getting up in the morning. Yeah. Like, turns and on the radio. He, he knows, yeah, <laughs> but he knows he's in like a simulation. So I was just like, wow, they did a Truman Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm like King what? Kong, and how, how nice is it that King Kong got like he was like the the arc in this movie? Like I was just like, wow. Like I don't care about the humans. Thank God, a movie where I don't have to care about humans. Like yeah, and, and, yeah, because like they, the, they the King of Monsters. It was like these human characters are just annoying. Like I couldn't wait for right, the white. They were in the way. They were in the way of the story. Yep. They were in the way of a of a story, and you know the story was boring anyway. But then they they decided, okay, we will focus on the monsters, and then they made Kong be the emotional center of the movie. Right. How 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 good is that? But Kong, see, that's the I think that's the biggest difference between Kong and Godzilla. That it, they're, they're two different they're two different types of movies. You know, the biggest difference between just the two characters is that they're they're. I really think they're it. it I mean, it's beyond just being two different genres. It's King Kong can emote. Godzilla really can't. Right, King- you can pet King Kong. The little girl got to pet him. You try to pet Godzilla, he will uh, vaporize you. Right. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So, so the idea is, <clears throat> King Kong always has some kind of personal relationship, complex personal relationships to the humans in the story, and this I think is why the 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 the, the Kong movies work, and even the last one with. Um, uh, with Sam Jackson and Brie Larson, is that it, it, you know the, that was, I, I enjoyed that one the most out of this whole now shared universe uh, movies that they have. Yeah, I, I think that's the best one. I, and Godzilla's about like just wanton destruction. You know, uh, uh, you know, Godzilla is nuclear power, right? Not just you know, and, and literally, you know, I mean metaphorically, but you know, literally, he has atomic breath but he, he's the, you know it's like that thing that they say oh post-apocalypse apocalyptic world to the people in japan this is the the, the post-apocalypse because the apocalypse happened right in world war the end of world war ii and godzilla so, i mean um <clears throat> and king kong is colonialism right so so it's kind of like these two huge horrible forces invented by western um you know, the Western world, uh, you know, they both join together to fight capitalism, <laughs> which is uh, the Mecha Godzilla, which was surpri- that was a surprise to me. I did not expect that. You know what? That, that Mecha was Godzilla biggest- was in it. Yeah, I didn't know that was uh, going to happen. That was a surprise to me. And that was the biggest disappointment for me, too. Oh, really? Yeah, because like when you watch the trailers, right, they're they're souping you up for Godzilla versus King Kong. And they are literally doing the Unite the Seven of the Justice League trailers where they're telling you one will fall. And I'm like, the only thing that would disappoint me in this movie really is if there's a bigger threat than the two of them and they have to super team up and uh, 
and take it's Batman versus Superman, right. and they brought in freaking uh, what's his name? What's his name? Who did they fight at the end of Batman versus Superman? The, oh, Doomsday. 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 Yeah. Like a Godzilla's Doomsday. That's yeah. what they did. <laughs> so, you know, there was a Godzilla versus King Kong movie ba- made back all the way back, and I don't know what, what year it was, night, early 60s or something. It, but like it that. was called King Kong versus Godzilla. It was. They had switched the names. It was called differently depending on the country, I think. And they oh, shot really? two different endings so that the one that was released in the pan, uh, Japan, uh, Godzilla wins, and the one that was released in the United States, King Kong wins. I think that's. Oh, uh, yeah. I might be wrong, but I, that's, I mean, that just, that that's sense, what I heard. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, that makes sense because right. it's like, you know, Japan would probably want Godzilla to win because that's their guy. King Kong is our guy. Right. Makes like sense. The World Cup. <laughs> well, but Stan, what did Stan Lee say about having two heroes fight? And then it was like, uh, um, you set it up in the in the comic book so that you, when you read it, you always think that the person you want in the fight, you're backing one, and you can make that argument. So after the fight's over, people can argue about who actually won. <laughs> that was that's oh, that that's Stan Lee's uh, uh, kind that's of take on that. Yeah, yeah. So that the, the so the battle continues, but in the minds of the fans, and they could have arguments about it. I mean, in a way, it kind of happens because there's kind of like this stalemate between them. You know, right. uh, I mean, some people will say Godzilla technically won because he almost killed Kong at the end there. Um, until he, he got defibrillated. Life until he got defibrillated <laughs> by a by a machine by a by a ship. Um, but yeah, yeah. That, that, but because there's like this stalemate at the end where they kind of like agree to like you know leave each other alone, people can still argue over who's better. I was expecting Godzilla just to turn around and give him the nod like that or something like that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like yes, I respect. And they were like, it felt like they were building up to that. You know, yeah, like King Kong was gonna give him a hug or something. And and uh, I love Millie Bobby Brown, but. Her and that boy and that other dude just running around the facilities. I mean, it was just... I don't like uh, the Brian Tyree Henry subplot um, where he's a conspiracy theorist. I do like him. I think yeah. he's cool. Oh, I, I think they're I all like great. His... I just said just... You know. Oh, no. And that boy is great. Have you guys seen Hunt of the Wilder People? No. No. The only thing I know him from is Deadpool 2. Yeah. But that is Taika Waititi's best movie. I will go to bat on that. I literally just watched that maybe a month ago, and it is phenomenal. It is stunning. Um, and he's great in it. But that's I was really happy to see him. I would have been happy if it was just, you know, him and Billy Bobby Brown. I don't like Brian Terry Henry in this. I like his... I like him. But I don't like the character because I don't like conspiracy theorists in movies... Because they're always, like, portrayed as the correct ones. Especially now that we live in a time where there's so many conspiracy theorists who are complete crackpots. And I just don't like this trope in, in movies yeah. where the conspiracy theory guy... It he's, turns he's, out to be right. He's, he's fringe. Right. Yeah, he's he's fringe in his ways, but he's he's actually right about it. And it's just like, you mean to tell me this man had a podcast for months and months where he infiltrated the company he worked for where he talked about how he was going to steal and, like, find out what secret plans they were working on. And I and was just was like, boy, there. nobody... 
Yeah, and it's just like, boy, nobody really listened through your podcast. I thought we had no listeners. That guy really had no listeners. <laughs> Ariane, I don't appreciate when people nitpick a movie till when you can't really watch it anymore. I just uh... I'm talking about the characterization, <laughs> the but you're right. <laughs> yeah. Cinema blended. The cinema sins blended. Brain. The cinema sins brain rot. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, listen, I, I, you know, you know, you're, I, I completely agree with you. By the way, uh, but like. Also, it's just they, they 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 knew they had to throw people in there. It's like Transformers; they knew they had to tra- throw people in there, so they they threw what's his name uh, that would just shout the entire time. What's his Shia name? LaBeouf? <clears throat> Alexander Skarsgård? No, no, he's talking about Shia LaBeouf, right from Transformers. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> like, I don't even want to oh. say his name. Well, he was the lead in that movie. That I understand, but they put in Millie Bobby Brown because she was in the last movie. And then they they put her uh, Kyle Chandler in the back seat because he was annoying and nobody liked him in that last movie. Well, I think my point <laughs> is that why is Shia LaBeouf the lead in this 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 movie? In Transformers, yeah, it should have been it's uh, it one have been the Transformers. The Transformers, they all have personalities. Because... There's all thousands of thousands of Transformers that you have big personalities that have been developed that you could develop it more and give these characters life. And then uh, Optimus Prime was just saying brave things like this and i'm and and it's like you know optimus prime should have been a complicated character they they silenced bumblebee you know yeah, what i mean that's one of the dumbest things self, ever yeah there has to be self-insert human characters in these movies and the thing is they try to make the humans complicated but nobody cares about the humans but it but worked in this movie they did a smart thing with sam jackson Kong the complicated. but they did it mm. why did it work in the Sam Jackson Brie Larson King Kong movie, and it didn't work here. Better writing, and it didn't work in Transformers. Better writing. I I think it has no the the best character the best character in in Kong Skull Island was John C. Riley. His whole thing oh, was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. He's that was a, the best thing. A lot, in that lot movie of great characters far. in there. Yeah. Because because King Kong, there's a sense of wonder in all King Kong movies because and they always and every. Ooh. Every single time, every single time, you get, you can see the world through the eyes of Kong. Even the 70s one where Jessica Lange, where he blows on her with his stinky gorilla breath and she's like, my hair. I I was at a very (laughs) impressionable age at that time and Jessica Lange was like, he's like there with (laughs) Bo Derek, right? You know, I haven't seen that one. And Chris Christopherson was in that? Was it Chris Christopherson? I think so. With the World Trade Center? Right, right, yeah. right. And, so oh, and he jumped. But see, because they just built it at the time. Right, right, right. And and here's the thing: there's a sense of I think it has to do with scale, and it has to do with it has to do with scale because Kong is at a scale where it's still huge, but he like can still be able to interact with the people. Godzilla is just too big. Godzilla's just too yeah. big, and then everybody's making the jokes about like, oh, how you know how big is Kong here? He got bigger. Is he bigger? Is he but but how big is he? King Kong's not that big, but then did they? Well, I think in Kong Skull Island he was a baby in that one. Like he was still growing. I remember that line being said in that movie that he was still growing, and so in this movie he's now like fully grown. Like he's huge to to fight with with Godzilla. Yeah, when he's standing um, on the boat, he looks gigantic. Um, and I mean, yeah, when he's yeah. interacting with the, with a little girl, um, what was the girl's name? J- uh, G- Jaya? Gia? Gia? I forget. Gia, I think, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, J-I-A. I forget how they pronounce it, though. Gia. 
But, you know, I'm watching that with, with my son, and he, he's asking me if that girl is really deaf. Do you guys know she really is? Yeah, yeah, I she knew that. She is a really yeah. a deaf actress. Yep. Yeah, she did yeah, a good yeah. job. Yeah, she, she, she did was, a great job. She, she was, was very wonderful. Good. And I did, I love the part, too, where they where they all find out that Kong can sign. I thought that was great. That's a big deal. I thought yeah, that was yeah. the That's best scene when, in the movie, when, to be honest when, with you. When animals kn- know how to sign, like when monkeys learn how to sign, like remember that Coco the gorilla uh-huh. like thing? Like that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably another thing why people like Kong so much because like monkeys are close of rel- relatives. Apes. So, like, apes. Apes. Yeah. All apes are close relatives. But I, relatives, I think it goes so back just... to what, what T was saying. Like the monkey can can emote and you can, you know, re- level with them. With Godzilla, he's the drunk guy that shows up at the party and just falls over and smashes everything. And you're like, get out of Atomic here. Atomic breath. So back to the sense of wonder, you know what I mean? It goes back to the original King Kong where it's like, oh, it was beauty that killed the beast. And he was talking about a woman, you know, and it always takes the form of women. But even with the Peter Jackson King Kong, it was you have this whole scene where Kong is sitting there looking at a sunset and 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 being melancholy and feeling like uh, absorbed. And, and King, we saw the world through King Kong's eyes and we can do that. And in these, it was, you know, I mean, tell me one, one or two words that describes Godzilla's personality in, the, in this reality. You know, I, I, awesome <laughs> destruction. I mean, but that's not a well, that's, that's not a character well, that's trait. Char- Give me a character but trait. Way, that's that's what's the character is supposed to represent. That's the thing. They we it's, it's not a character. Represent... So the argument is, it's not a character. It's a force of nature, and it's not a character. I guess so. I mean, right. This is my point, right? And then they had but either way they, that it, doesn't mean it's not as effective. Still effective. I don't think this movie was effective. No, this is what I'm saying. I guess. I'm t- well. I'm talking about Godzilla as as a character. You say it's not a character, but I think that's what makes Godzilla effective. That's why there's so many Godzilla movies. That's why this character is is so well known because of the history of what it represents. And the same thing with King. But, but you're 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 taking it to like a broader sense. I'm saying, what is Godzilla like? Do we don't we don't have any touchstone to be to to relate to Godzilla. I can't relate to those Godzilla. Now back in the Man of Suit times, they had his little baby Godzilla, and he would like talk to he'd, like joke around with other monsters. It was kind of it was a silly costume Man in Suit moments, but it was like oh Godzilla's an all right guy. You know what I mean? Here it's just <laughs> want to have a beer with him, right? No, seriously. <laughs> But like here, I, 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 you, there's no, you can't root no, you for know Godzilla. You, you're right because at the end of the last movie, he's quote unquote like the good guy, even though he just destroyed everything. And then this movie starts, and he's quote unquote the bad guy, and it's like, well, what made him turn? Like, what's really going on here? And it, I don't know if it was ever really fully explained. Was it, it was just the the Ghidorah head? It was low key. It's, it was yeah. It was low key explained that that Damien Bashir, um, uh. I guess provoked him. I guess by by taking the Ghidorah head and 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 manifesting its juice. Some some the, some kind of Godzilla, s- psychic know. vibrations let them know that they were trying. So Godzilla is oh he's the protector of the Earth from other things, right? I, I 
King Kong. He's the protector of the Earth, I guess, from the other Titans. And right. King Kong was the only other Titan that was left. Um, so therefore, um, that's what they thought. They thought that that he thought Kong was the threat. Okay, time out, guys. So. I took notes when I was watching this movie because I wanted to bring stuff up on the podcast. And remember, I told you guys I couldn't remember, I couldn't figure out what I wrote down. Right, yeah, I yeah. finally All figured right. it out. Here's Have my you question. decoded it? Here's my question. Okay. Right. Fluoride yeah. or no fluoride in your water? <laughs> Florida. Well, there's definitely no, not, something not in the water in Florida. <laughs> the fluoride. Remember, he asked if, the, if he wanted tap water or bottled water. Oh. Right. And oh. it never tapped because oh, they put God. fluoride in the water. That's what it was. Is that what you figured out? What you wrote? Yes. Well, <laughs> fluoride in the water because like uh it's good for your it's teeth good for your teeth yeah <laughs> my control you tea <laughs> it's big dentistry that wants to take that fluoride back out of your water i have questions so they can, uh... i have questions about that <laughs> about to use mind control all right big fluoride i mean big all dentistry right. is like uh, big pr- tap water <laughs> um all right so it's time in <laughs> right, fluoride or no fluoride. <laughs> um, but I mean that's that you know that's just the thing you know. Uh, King Kong it has a sense of wonder, you know, and 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 it just they they almost don't relate. I, speaking I mean, of wonder, you know I what mean, I wonder? It, I mean, he, yeah, yeah. How do they well, get him on the wonder? boat? I wonder how do they get him on the boat <laughs> after they tranked him? And this bothered me in the Peter Jackson movie too because they they tranked him, and then the next scene he's on the boat. I want to know how if they got King nitpick. Kong on the boat. <laughs> they put a, every they Godzilla movie. Bananas. They put him on a boat. And you know, never know <laughs> and you how. You never know how he got there. It bothers me every time. They put a trail of bananas. <laughs> and he falls. <laughs> and, he falls asleep. and that's how he got on. And they just, yeah. they just like cut, cut uh, Donkey Kong Country like cut scene. <laughs> it's like that's how they got on the boat. <laughs> Must take a whole lot of t- tranquilizer to to knock out Godzilla. Or like to make him like sedated. Godzilla, he's, he's like, never been knocked out. Well, I'm talking about King Kong. Oh, yeah, I thought you said like, Godzilla. He was on the boat. He was on the boat, uh, and, and like sedated and well, just they chilling. were they were pumping him full of stuff. That's why he said, "Don't, don't uh, turn the levels down in case Godzilla shows up. He needs to yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, be around." I didn't like the Hollow Earth sequence very much. I was a little bored. By they that. tried to do a sense of wonder with that. Yeah, yeah. So get, here's get the Kong thing. Swinging around. So here's the thing, right? They go to the Hollow Earth, mm-hmm. and King Kong walks over to a place that is kind of this this Gothic cathedral kind of arches kind of thing. So does King Kong come from it's a temple? Yeah. Does King Kong from come from a culture of gorillas that made that? architectural space all the all the titans built this temple <laughs> right i, I, I don't guess know to... right did they all work together and they, and they did the carvings in the ground <laughs> who made that they did the cave aliens in the ground. aliens it's only about what 30, 30 great, second great, atomic great, great, breath straight down right like yeah like i said there's no point in applying ironclad logic to this type of movie there's no point to ask too many questions <laughs> I know, right. about king kong things. climbed out how of that th- hole how 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 many miles is the center of the earth it's like uh well, that's what i said a thousand miles worth of godzilla breath down <laughs> yeah <laughs> because he just he was, like, uh, he was really he close it's like he climbed three floors or something but hey listen maybe he just flew out with stormbreaker 
and uh, right. it, it keep that extra power. Right. Start. They gave him Stormbreaker. And every building in Hong Kong was destroyed. Just every single one. It's just like, boy, that's a lot of casualties. I was. I stopped myself from looking up like what the Hong Kong skyline was because I'm like, they couldn't have that many buildings. There's not that many fluorescent buildings in Hong Kong. It can't be. You haven't even mentioned your your favorite T. You didn't talk about Rebecca Hall. Oh yeah, about well, yeah, Rebecca Hall. I like her. Cool. She's a good actress. I like glad her in a to, lot of things. Glad, glad to 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 get. She's a beautiful out of woman. <laughs> Elsa Gonzalez gets my vote. Yeah. She uh she's. What did what what did, what did I say? Oh, what was my what did I text you guys? She's like um. Uh, she's like one of the uh, the models that stand behind uh, uh, Don. What's his name? Don Francisco. Don Francisco. In <laughs> super, not super kaku. Uh, Sábado uh, gigante. Sábado gigante. <laughs> she's she's very a uh, uh, white Latina model. Like you could you could pull her from a Victoria's Secret catalog, and it's just like yes, here she is. You know. <laughs> um. I mean, she's pretty, and Damon Bashir, he's a he's a Mexican actor. My mom recognized him from like he was like I know him from novelas. I'm like, oh okay, I know him from movies. He, he was on <laughs> was he was on Weeds, right? I don't know. I didn't watch Weeds. I I think he was in. Anyway, tiny yeah, boxes the... on the hillside, and the boxes made a ticky tacky on the boxes. <laughs> yep, that's the show. That's the show. Very good, like. <laughs> First and second season, then it just started going downhill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he he was but, in there. He he played her husband at one point. I I I like a good uh business bad guy. You know, it just it, it reminds me of the Lego Movie. Just how all the bad guys are are Lord Business. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, this movie was fine. There was a visual spectacle and mayhem to this, but the, it, it 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 didn't have heart. This movie didn't have heart. I think it had. I think it had God's. Um, I think it had King Kong heart. I like the. I like. I I liked they feeling for the monkey. They literally jump started it for you, T. Yeah. <laughs> I. I don't know. And it was less than two hours. Glorious. <laughs> Love that for me, especially after watching the Snyder butt. I know, right? <laughs> like I, I turned on New Mutants the other day, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is like an hour and a half." This is Perfect. awesome. I'm going to be able to get to sleep at a decent time. Right. <laughs> Wait, how long did it take you to watch this movie? Oh, I I, I started it one morning during, no, during once, spring that's break. Twice, but thrice tea. No, no, this one I started. Then I was just like, all right, let me, I'll, I'll go and finish it because you know I have the new puppy and I have to you know there's excuses. Little, I know the bite a little puppy thing. You know we don't want him pooping on the rug, so I gotta take this character out. She, you have your own Godzilla versus Kong. No, right. It's it's Ginsburg versus versus Tallulah. Right, right. Now that's what actually I was thinking because Ginsburg was in the room with me, and I was like, you know, I'd rather be watching somebody who took their cats and then just built intricate like models of towns and just have the cats like go at it. But that would be bad for the cats. But you know, I'd I'd find that more interesting. That would be your cat for sure. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, um, wait. And you I know what's been more interesting that 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 cat video where the cat like lights up the uh, the uh, the alligator because the alligator's trying to take the chicken oh, and then the, yeah. the cat doesn't. It's like, no, you're not taking his. 
curse. I see. I stopped myself from cursing. You're not taking this chicken. Cursing. (laughs) You're not going to take this chicken. He went pop, 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 pop. Then the alligator was like, "Oh, what what the hell is happening here?" (laughs) What were you going to say, Spade? (laughs) Um, I was going to say, did I miss something with Alexander Skarsgård's character because they were talking about his brother, like he was some big deal? Who who was his brother? His brother, I think, was somebody from one of the uh, from. I think the 2014. He's he's the he's the scientist in Thor: The Dark World, right? That's his father. <laughs> oh. You're thinking. You're thinking. Of... Making, he's making a bad, bad joke. Bad joke. Bad, bad joke. <laughs> Cut that one oh out. Oh my god. Pardon? No, but they, they made leave a it. Leave it in. <laughs> That's what she said. Um... Oh. And he's no, he's complaining about me cursing. Right. <laughs> they made references to his brother, and uh, I was looking it up because I thought it might have been Aaron Taylor Johnson, but it wasn't, right. so I didn't know. Yeah, what if happened I to Quicksilver that. and Scarlet Witch? Why weren't they in this? Budget. Budget. They went in, they wanted to have huge budget things, and they put the time. They yeah, put, but they weren't in King of Monsters either. They put the money in for that original Kong with Sam Jackson, with Brie Larson, all those folks. They had them in there. They were like, yo, we got to get some Oscar. Uh, caliber people and they're going to have some stuff and we're going to get a really tight script and it didn't make as much money as they wanted to so they but it made enough money for them not to pull the plug on the franchise so what they did and this of course this is just me my opinion it's not there's no confirmation Ariana's going to go is it confirmed uh, this is just my speech but then they said listen we're not going to be able to make this you know Avengers billion dollar a movie with these things so we're going to dial back the budget we're going to get good actors that are a little bit cheaper and we're not going to have the high-end kind of special effects that are needed to kind of have the interactions really good visual interactions between the monsters and the people and the and the things we're just going to have a cgi transformer kind of mayhem on there and you know it's because there, there was a lot of times when the C, the cgi wasn't finished it, it looked weird in, in, right. in certain Anthony spots. and I, you know, and the, I think the most the, the most obvious place it happened is when uh, Kong grabs his axe, grabs, grabs Stormbreaker, and then sits, sits in the throne. the throne. And what happens is all the light in the background is coming from one direction, and the light on Kong is coming from the other direction. And it, like, he just didn't sit. It, it looked like it was, you know, like... It just wasn't. It wasn't there. And I think the. I'm not saying that the special effects were bad. I'm just saying that they're not at the kind of like level and quality that you know you're going to bring to something like. Uh, you know what though? Like the the, the boat fight looked awesome. Right. Um. You know, it's like they they saved it up for those scenes where they're fighting. Because like even in the beginning when Kong is walking around in the 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 Truman Show area, there's a couple instances where he just looks like. I don't know if they didn't render like an extra, an extra filter or texture or something like that. They needed I, some I more thought, passes, yeah. I I thought this was like a product of, of the the pandemic, but this was supposed to come out last year, um, which I had forgot. So obviously this movie was finished for I guess over a year at this point, right? It had to be. Listen, they di- they dialed back, 
they dialed back the, the 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 price of the actors. Instead of Brie Larson, you got Rebecca Hall. I'm not complaining about Rebecca Hall at any stretch of the imagination, but she's not gonna you 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 know she's not gonna get paid. No, but Brie I don't Larson know how money. true that is because the original Godzilla was supposed to take place in like 2015, 2016, and that King Kong movie took place in the 70s. So I'm not talking about the exact characters. I'm talking about the caliber of actor. The, 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 their... Yeah, but what I'm saying is you couldn't bring those actors back. Not if actors, you movie to. stars. Right. Right. You couldn't bring but, because but the you, time period doesn't work. But you didn't get any yeah. big name people in the film. You got King Kong and Godzilla. It doesn't get any bigger than that. They should be the stars. Yeah, that's 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 who you're going to see. Right. And then I go back the and then that they're but they're but again I'm gonna say Godzilla is not a character in this. He's a force of nature. And he doesn't he does not Godzilla. have a person but he <laughs> okay, does so not he have a personality. Building. He gets second there's, building. there's no development of Godzilla's character. But he's Godzilla. He kind of doesn't even need it. He's Godzilla. I, I know. You know what to get with Godzilla. But then he's a force you... of nature, then you need somebody else who's going to be important then you need character movies are about characters and feelings and reactions and that's where they put the heart in king kong but then only one side one side it's like but but what do you want then make your own movie <laughs> I, I, you know sure i'll do that but uh, <laughs> he's gonna go buy a gecko right? this weekend and have, uh, and have uh, fight his cat. <laughs> i've been known to edit a couple of films but that but this is what i'm saying you know what i mean i like the, the peter jackson you know, King Kong, even though, you know, there was a bit of, may there's mayhem here and there and that. Um, I, I like that. I could connect to it. I couldn't connect to this movie. There's no there's no access for me to connect other than, oh, that looks well, cool. The, well, the I Peter think Jackson that was King the connection Kong you were supposed to make. Is, yeah. A, a that's, monkey, that's, that's the, that's a the monkey point. punches a lizard in the face like he's Mike Tyson on a aircraft awesome. carrier. <laughs> right, what else right, do you right. want? <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Like, you're, 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 tr you, you can't expect Casablanca from this, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I just, you know, expect imagine King Kong and Godzilla at the end. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Well, I think, I Basically, think that's what it was. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Quiet. Oh, listen, once again, though, I got to give a shout out to HBO Max because I really appreciate that. I didn't have to go to the movies to watch this. Um, even though yes. it probably would have been fun, but I probably wouldn't have yeah. down to see it. Yeah. Um, it. This would have been fun to see with an audience, honestly. I think that would have been cool to watch. With I paid 20 bucks to see this. I'd be upset. I'd be upset. I enjoyed it. I had fun. But you know what I mean? It's it's okay. What fancy movie theater are you going to where it's 20 bucks? Dude, after, yeah. my, after popcorn, it's like 30. <laughs> like you want to supersize your diet coke and i'm like no i gotta pee in the middle of the movie if that happens but it's only 20 cents it's more. Only, it's only an hour and 45 minutes though you can't hold it all right yeah. i'm i'm turning 50 it's tough <laughs> <laughs> all right i guess before we get down uh the rabbit hole of t's bathroom habits uh anything else you guys want to say i liked it i think it's cool i think we should be not taking a movie like this so seriously right monkey versus lizard it's it's what else could you want <laughs> go ahead t <laughs> if if you're a king kong or a godzilla fan this is a must see there's a really great battle on ships and jumping from aircraft carrier and that was that was awesome uh but it you know it's it's, it's more of the more of the same you know more of the same if there's nothing else on definitely watch it 
you know, if, um, and if you're a fan of special effects, definitely watch it. But, you know, it's not, you know, it's not that it's, you, you know, there's no Jessica Lang in this one. So we got a couple trailers we want to talk about um, that have that have dropped, and uh, the first one we're gonna roll with is the new trailer for Loki coming out in June. So T, hit us up. There we go. I love the uh, mid-century modern tile. It's, uh, it's good. I kind of wanna, I kind of wanna move those the tile around like this and kind of rearrange it. <laughs> like one of those little pictures that are all. Uh, yeah. You, you slide them back and forth, and then they eventually make something. Slide puzzles, slide yeah. Puzzle. yeah, yeah. Um, that shoe's I mean, supposed to be somebody. So yeah, so we're watching the official trailer. If you guys want to throw it on and watch along with us, um, so Owen Wilson and Loki are talking right now. This is a pretty good bit where he tells him to. Uh, to be honest, on everything he said. Oh, I, I could watch Owen Wilson and and uh, Loki talk all for an entire movie in the room. I don't care. Is the cat going to be like that thing that gave Nick uh, Fury his, yeah, his scar? <laughs> I mean, maybe. That's a funny bit there. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know if you guys saw, they, they asked Tom Hiddleston, like, what's the show about? And he he didn't say anything. He just said the logo kind of gives it away. So they animated, I guess. They must be, like, different pieces of different Loki comics. Um, that they probably done, but I mean, what this does it looks say really on the cool. shirt? Variant. Variant. Yeah, yeah. variant because he's time variant. He's not in the proper timeline. But oh. when you go back, when they had the timeline, it looked just like uh, uh, in it's Avengers Endgame, Endgame yeah. when uh, the old one was like uh, describing it to Banner. Is that Vormir? I I don't know. Yeah, people are arguing about like, that online. Yeah. That looks like Vormir. You can't trust me. So who? T. Who do you think the villain is of this show? Isn't that usually Loki? <laughs> so I mean the the rumor. I mean that that was a obviously a Mephisto joke for T. But uh, yeah, oh, some of this definitely there, looks like. That looks like Warmere. It looks sure. like Warmere, yeah. I mean, with the purple, I know people are, are thinking that might be Black Widow. But then they're saying it could but be. But people are like, it's Lady not Loki. Her, Lady Loki, right. Yeah, well, like there's going to be probably the, uh, a bunch of iterations of Loki. Like, there's there's Kid Loki, who was hanging around with the Avengers, or the Guardians of the Galaxy. I guess the Avengers at one point in the comics, too. So they're probably going to throw all this stuff in there. And I'm guessing we're going to get multiple versions of Loki, too, if there's all these different branching timelines. Because this oh, is an alternate that'll... version of Loki. This isn't the Loki we know. This is an right. alternate version. That's an old Loki. That's a Loki that that this is Loki when he's still like uh, a jerk. Before he's redeemed, <laughs> yeah. Before before he's redeemed slightly, yes. So <laughs> they've established... the Loki who would turn himself into a snake and then stab you. Right. So they established <laughs> through the old one is that the only way a divergent timeline exists is when an infinity stone travels through time isn't that what she said it's in it's like taken out of time and not put back in its original spot so if he's right, got the tesseract so 
So you're assuming anything he, yeah. post the Avengers movie, the original Avengers movie, can be manipulated. So they can really use this to bring characters back if they wanted to. Yeah, so Steve Rogers couldn't... The, the Tesseract that he got had to be brought back to the 70s. Right. Not to 20, 2012, like was their original plan. Right. That's the Tesseract that Loki has. Um, I love Owen Wilson. I, you know, I, you know, I, anything that he's he, a good actor, anything that he's in. Um, I love it. I mean, uh, even, even anything, even, yeah. Even Wes Anderson's, even the people were down on, uh, um, you, me and Dupree. I wow. See really? <laughs> wow. I didn't see it. Wow. Uh, <laughs> okay. But like, um, you know, I really liked his performance, even in Darjeeling, uh, uh, the Darjeeling limited. You know, I'm, if I go back, I know I'm going to watch it. I'm going to notice all kinds of problematic stuff. Uh, but it movie's very problematic, but I also like it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and it's like, you know, and um, I thought that, uh, you know, his 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 acting in that and Royal Tenenbaums and everything. I love him. And I'm saying, really, like, I'd love to just see. Um, oh, my gosh. Well, it's uh, been a while since since we've seen name him. Name check. Who plays Loki? So. Who plays Loki? I'm blanking. Tom Hiddleston? Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. I could watch Tom Hiddleston and and Owen Wilson just sit at the table six episodes straight just, like, shooting jibes at each other. And that's it. I could – I could, I'd be happy. It would, it would be like like True Detective with, uh, with McConaughey. Right, right, right. Oh. <laughs> what a great show, True Detective. I'm just – you know, I'm just reminiscing about that. Season one was phenomenal. Yeah. Oh. Um, um, all right, T. But, I mean, what kind of show do you think this is? Like, because WandaVision was a, like, a sitcom-ish until it wasn't. And then Falcon Winter Soldier is an action show. But this is kind of like a weird mystery. I think it's going to be a mystery. Yeah. Like Quantum Leap, I guess, kind of thing. Again, <laughs> oh, wow. again, That's a they, they've cranked up the mise-en-scene here, right? Back to like almost like what they're doing with WandaVision. There's not a lot of mise-en-scene in, in Falcon and Winter Soldier. But like... That's a fancy term you're using there for the regular folks. Uh, mise-en-scene, the, the kind of design, like the background design. It's like the super reality. of The, the production kids. design. Right, production design and... And uh, you know you don't you just don't that. film it on a street corner. You go and you go and you make sure you get that kind of uh, that fire hydrant that looks just like right and it kind of so you know it's just production design like um, and everything is super designed in 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 a hyper kind of way. But like um, yeah, this is going to be like WandaVision, I think where there's going to be stuff in the background for you to look at. And, uh, yeah, and and everybody's gonna tear it apart and like, what does this mean? Yeah. What does that mean? And who is that character? And you know, they're already doing just the trailers by itself because the trailer's full of so many little details. Right. Who do I think the bad guys? Like, I, think, I think I think Kang will make an appearance. You think we'll see uh, Jonathan Majors in this? Yeah. I mean, he was cast in Ant Man a while ago, and I mean, you can if there's gonna be a lot of time travel, it makes sense that he would show up. Then again, we got Quicksilver. Then we didn't. Loki's the power broker. Quicksilver's the power broker. <laughs> Ralph Boner's the power broker. The power Boner. <laughs> All right, next trailer. <laughs> it's 
So, T, I know you and I are excited about this one because we love a comic book. Um, Frank Quitely, Mark Millar, Jupiter's Legacy, right? Coming to Netflix in May. Um, I, I, li- I like Frank Quitely, who draws the comic book of Jupiter's Legacy, is my favorite currently working. He's at the top of his game. He's a currently working uh, comic book artist. He did the All-Star Superman uh, run. Oh my gosh, that is one of the, the the top five best Superman stories of all time in any format. In any format, you got to read All Star Superman, and he Does did he the X Men. See, or he just draws? Nah, he just draws. You know what? I have to. I I don't know how much he he works with writers. I've never read anything that he's written himself, but um, and he's great. The issue with him as a comic book artist is he can't make a deadline. And you know his 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 output is so like limited. He um you know and he really can't he really can't kind of keep up with it with that kind of thing. And I even watch those documentaries about his working process. He has to go to a hotel and he can't really be at home. And it it's really weird. It's really weird. But he's a great great artist. And that that turns me on. And sometimes I think I'll read a comic book that has him drawing it that maybe the writing isn't as good it's not that the writing would be bad but isn't you know amazing but he bring what he brings to the comic book with his art is just amazing yeah yeah and he has a very distinct style too like i mentioned this to ut there's a bunch of comics now when you read them it looks like the same person basically drew everything but he has a distinct style um you can definitely know it's a frank quietly artwork yeah so get hit play. Let's let's go. Jupiter's Legacy. Here we go. Here we go. Ju uh, official trailer. Um, here it is. So Ariani, you you uh, you never read the comic, right? This is this is completely new to you. Like in the thirties, these people go to this island, get new. these powers. They're like the Justice League. Or and or Fantastic Four, where they where they get powers and are born with them. Right. There's right? Josh Duhamel. Okay. Right. Well, Leslie Bibb. Josh Duhamel. Ninety years. Uh, his wig and life. beard look We've made a difference. terrible. I'm so sorry. I, it's I, I giving me, that. it's giving me CW. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's... <laughs> and I think it's strange how I mean. Nothing ever rattled they they've gone with actors like Josh Duhamel and Leslie Bibb. The, the ones I recognize. Uh, I don't know if they're the they're exactly the ones that would bring people in to watch this show. I saw that. Brandon, Chloe, everything you do is uh, Mark Miller, I guess, would be the, the draw, I guess, for that. Adult. People who are fans of this property. Yeah, well, he has a huge like deal with Netflix where they're gonna make a whole bunch of his stuff. I think oh, out, outside of Kingsman and something else that I, I'm not sure of that that don't belong to Netflix, but pretty much like all his other stuff. Um, do we know who the showrunner is on this? No, I, I don't. We gotta look that up. I mean, let's see. What, what do you think of the trailer? To me, I mean, it looks cool. I don't know if I'm like super excited. I want to go back and reread the comics before this comes out. But you know, I'm definitely into it for sure because I was really wanted to see this. This is one of the most anticipated things for this year for me. They're trying to recreate this this fight with this big robot guy. Not this scene here, but like. 
The one in the Iron Man. Like that was in the big in the earlier comic book of where um, there's a lot of similarities to this in Invincible. Yeah. That that that's a big fight scene in the beginning of the thing. Uh, So, looking it up here, um, the creator of the show is Stephen S. DeKnight. Uh, oh, he did Daredevil. The, he, yeah, he took over for Daredevil and Drew um, Goddard left the project. Um, but he's also, he also did all the Spartacus shows on Stars. Do you guys ever watch Spartacus? Yeah, he, was like Spartan. the, he was the creator, creator and head writer on all of those shows. And he directed the Pacific Rim Uprising. I never saw that. They said that was the second Pacific Rim. Yeah, yeah, that was a sequel to to Guillermo del Toro's Pacific. Rim. Yeah, I mean, I I love the comic book, and I, I'm gonna have to agree with Ariani. What did you say? You got a CW vibe to it? Yeah, this, I got I got real CW vibes on it. Like this trailer didn't get me excited to see this. I'm I love the comic book. This kind of me like I don't know, you know. Um, and then again, and I actually was having this conversation with 3.0 and 3.0, you could throw your little bit. He recorded a little bit, um, about, you know, there, there, you know, every single thing is like kind of deconstructs, deconstructing the justice league and Superman and kind of thing. And this guy's kind of like Superman and it's kind of like, you know, um, this isn't like 1985 when the justice league needed to be deconstructed. You know, we gotta, you gotta, uh, but anyway, 3.0, throw in your little bit here. So I wanted to talk about how the Superman type character is portrayed in media and how right now most media paints Superman in this evil light or they spin him so he becomes evil. And it's upsetting because we haven't seen the Superman character on the big screen be the good guy and every time we have seen him recently superman is the bad guy and uh, we have the superman type character in a lot of media right now that is just evil so if you look at someone like homelander from the boys omni-man and invincible and brightburn a lot of that superman character is very dark and misguided and we haven't seen the morally good superman in live action we've seen him a bit in animated films and series and i know you could point towards something like superman and lois but that won't have the appeal as something like the boys does because it is on cw the problem with having superman be morally gray is we'll have generations who didn't get to see superman be the symbol of hope that he he is and with the pandemic, it's a perfect time for us to see a bright superhero instead of these dark, gritty characters that we see so often. Now, I haven't heard it. We're coming back. Well, I haven't heard it. So I don't know if uh, it's going to sound Me like neither, that. Me neither, but, but I'm sure it was good 3.0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. 3.0, that was, you made some brilliant points right there. You need to talk more <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> um. But it's this guy because he's gonna he's gonna speak he was spoke, speaking specifically of Superman, but the Justice League as a whole, you know, and they're like it's like the deconstruction of the superhero, which you know Watchmen did, and you know they did it they did it in the eighties, you know, come we like uh, 
and that's what we miss i think when we were talking about the the i think one of the big takeaways from our justice league episode was you know we want to bring back like that you know a superman that uh you know saved the kitty from the tree and it's a beautiful scene you know yeah, I mean, we'll we'll have to see with this, right? I mean, I don't know how many episodes there are to this or how long they are. I'm assuming they're probably like an hour each. But, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know if the trailer, you know, if you said it didn't get you excited to see I'm more excited that they're doing it. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, I'm going to be there May 7th yeah. watching this for sure. You, you, read, you read both Jupiter's Legacy and you've read Invincible. There's a lot of similarities, aren't there? There is, yeah. Yep. I mean, I feel this is going to be one of those things like Invincible, where it has to be like a word of mouth type thing, because Invincible is another thing I also had never heard of until you guys told me about it. And then when I watched the first episode, I was just like, oh, wow, this is really good. And so then I told other people who who might not have heard about it to watch it. So I think that's where like like most of anything, if, if, if it's not very mainstream, it's gonna get around through word of mouth, right? Right. Invincible's re- Invincible's really good. It's really good, um, and we did a whole podcast on it. But I don't want to talk about that. But like, uh, but anyway, you know, we'll we'll see about this Jupiter Circle thing. Um, I I would suggest anybody who likes reading comic books is go and order uh, the 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 first trade paperback. You'll really dig it and enjoy yeah. the art, especially especially with that first big fight with everyone. Uh, Frank quietly does this really interesting thing with time and reality and coming out of the comic book page. It's, no, it's, really, it's, it's really, really, it's really good. Ariane, I saw you made a face when T said Jupiter circle. So, yeah. So th- there's Jupiter's legacy, which is like right. the main comic. And then they, they made a backstory Jupiter circle. Oh, I, you know what? I like the I name mean, I was like circle better than Jupiter's legacy. Jupiter circle. And, is just the, better and the show looks like it's a mix of everything. So there's oh, there's I not see. a lot of issues, okay, okay. right? So I I think uh, they're going to come out with the the final volume or whatever. But there's only I think I thought T screwed up, and I was like, what is he thinking of? <laughs> no, yeah, there, there's only I think like one. There's two trade paperbacks of Jupiter Circle, and I think only one of Jupiter's Legacy. So you could really read it like over a weekend, you know, in a, in a so few nothing hours. Nothing new has come out. No, I mean this this comic is like what ten years old, I think. And there's only like what. 15 issues yeah that's what i'm saying it's it's one trade paperback and then two of jupiter circle and i guess the show is going to be a mix of everything i would imagine but but we'll wait and see they're good characters in the comic book all right right, let's let's do let's do bad batch all right so uh we're getting some new star wars content on may the 4th which of course is star wars day uh, the Bad Batch. So we're gonna watch the trailer for the Bad Batch right now. Go. Bad Batch, the the teenage mutant ninja turtles of the Star Wars universe. And I'm not saying that they're like toxic ooze. Well, actually, there's probably some kind of toxic ooze there in the process of making clones. But this is the the Bad Batch is a is a group of clones from the Clone Wars, of course, that didn't come out too right. But because of their individuality, they're even better. But here, let's look at look at the. Uh, they have personalities like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Seriously, <laughs> all right, here we go. Just hit play, right. T. Just hit play. All right. So, so um, this takes place after Clone Wars, right? So if you haven't seen Clone Wars, the cartoon, 
you're probably not going to recognize who the Bad Batch are, but they're, like T said, just... Grandma parking here. And this fighting arena has made a, an appearance in the Clone Wars. This is where they tried, right. yeah. But, yeah, as T said, they're, they're caricatures of, uh, of Ninja Turtles, basically. And you got, you know, one here, he looks like Rambo. Another one is like a sniper and then a, a demos expert. Um, you know, but... Uh, I think this trailer did a better job of fleshing them out than the um, than the actual show. And the, we get the job done. they all kind of look like Django Fett, but not the, really. They're yeah, they're clones from from the Clone Wars. From, from the Clone Wars that are kind of like they, yeah. they say they're like defective, like they don't operate like oh. the other guy. You know what I mean? Oh, that's uh, interesting. Yeah. So, see the the little kid that that's running around with them. Did you hear any rumors about who that might be? First, I want to say is notice how Crosshairs isn't in any of like the group shots of the characters. So, Crosshairs might betray the team. And then they have Echo, which is another clone who had his chip removed, right? Oh, and the, and the little girl, what's it, Omega? It's like supposedly what I heard is like the last clone. That or did you see in the one sequence she had the the thing on her head that she the necklace that kind of looked like uh, the Duchess Satine which she wore. That's what I was thinking. Right? Oh, so, there's what's her name? Isn't I mean isn't Omega Shan. the last letter? Fennec in the... Shan. So you got Fennec Shan. You know Fennec Shan from uh, Mandalorian, right? Uh, right. Ariana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in that. And then Saul Guerrero. Right, he's in this too. The character from who was played by um, um, Forrest, Forrest Whitaker. Whitaker, yeah, one, right, right. So yeah, who is Omega? So they, you know, you could, there's all kinds of people. Well, Omega's the last ep, uh, letter in the um, Greek alphabet, so right. yeah. So I mean, so it's possible. I guess she could be the, or he would be the the final clone. That that makes sense. Now, now here's the thing, right? They're they're clones of Mandalorians. Right, because uh, Django right. Fett's a Mandalorian, right? Or is he? What, what's the status now? I don't know. It changes all the time. So maybe they... Well, Boba Fett's the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, but Django's his father. That all the oh. that all the clones are based off of. Right. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's true. All right. So... I mean... Yes. Isn't... Wait, well, wasn't it that Boba Fett was also a clone? He's a okay, he's an no unaltered or is he clone. biological form? Unaltered clone, right? That's that's why he's so up his, They didn't speed up oh. his uh, his growth rate. He wasn't going through the, all the things. He was just a regular clone. He wasn't that kind of except. But would you then call all the clones children of Jango Fett? Technically, <laughs> technically, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, it's just like a bunch of sperm donors. <laughs> so, uh, and, yeah, and all the clones are voiced by the same person. Right. Right. Um, I listen, when 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 the Bad Batch was introduced in the final season of Clone Wars, I wasn't a big fan, you know, but I'm gonna give him a second chance here. I like I'm I'm glad to see Fennec Shan and and Saw Guerrero. I'd like to I, I think they might put some more characters in there that I'd like to see. I'd like, you know, Star Wars is a big place. There's a lot of characters um that need some filling out. And I, I'm interested in it. And I think they survive. They something happened. They, I think that the first episode is gonna be like like a full two hour something or something. It's like 70 that. minutes, yeah. Right. 
so well over an hour. Oh. So I think that they're gonna go through and kind of like but, set but it's up Disney Plus. So it'll be forty five minutes of show and then twenty five minutes of credits. <laughs> right. So right. So I yeah. really misheard this title when when it first like premiered or misread it because like you know how uh, they put out their batch of like all the the Star Wars shows that are coming out. And then I see the the logo for the Bad Batch, and I was like, "Does that say the Bad Bitch?" I was like, "Is that the type of show we're getting?" And then yeah, I was like, Cardi B oh, is a clone. No, I misread that. That's yeah. Ariani. That's Ariani's <laughs> Bounty Hunter show, starring Ariani. Yeah, the Bad Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm looking forward to it. Looks like, fun. It looks like fun. Yeah, and and I think they're gonna. I think you know Dave Filoni. You know he's 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 doing golden work right now. He knows what he's doing. Uh, yeah, he's definitely. He, he he knows more, I think, than anyone about what works in Star Wars, and you know, it's a, right. including Ryan Johnson. And I think he's he's given some creative control that I think that maybe during the Lucas era was you know he had to do side things. I think he can dig deep into the center now. You know, he wasn't able to play in the center of the sandbox. So I think that um, there's a lot of stuff, really good stuff he can do, and there's no there's no off limits for him. So uh, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to this, and I'm looking forward to, it. And, I'll, and I'll get up I'll get up on Friday mornings to watch this. So yeah, we we got one more trailer to go. So T, get get the search ready, because um, you said you didn't know this was coming out, um, but it's actually been out. For, for a little time now, it's the uh, black and white version of the Justice League. So let's do the trailer of the black and white version of the Snyder Cut. <laughs> T, I'm messing with you, dude. We're doing uh, yeah. Army really of the looking Dead. for we're, it. We're going no, with... we're doing Army of the Dead, dude. <laughs> T said he didn't want to talk Snyder Cut anymore, so I, I'm, I told... Uh, I'm so over Zack Snyder. And then now you, you guys didn't are... realize and, uh, that the the black and white version our... of the Snyder Cut actually came out like the week after the original drop. I, maybe I just <laughs> blocked it out. I saw it and I blocked it out. Yeah, they even had a tagline. It said "Justice is gray." <laughs> really? It does. Yeah. Yeah. That that's yeah. on HBO. Max. I'm not yeah, even lying. Yeah, that's real. Because you guys have been BSing. About this. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was he was BSing you to find the trailer, but it's actually real. Like it legit happened. Yeah. So we're doing a screen share. So we're letting T take control. He literally started typing "black and white version of Justice League." So good on you, <laughs> he was T. really ready to go to watch it. Yeah. Oh, so he's before so I hit play, this is a sequel to Dawn of the Snyder's Dead. earlier ver- film. Hit- yeah. Yeah, his version of Dawn of the Dead, yes. Which was in a mall. What year was that made? Zombies like in a mall. 2004, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it probably, before 300, when did 300 come out? 06, 07, something like that. So, it, it, yeah, probably 04. I think Dawn of, the, Dawn of the Dead came out in 2004. All right, hit, hit play, T, let's go. So I didn't realize, so that this looks like, you know. The Zack Snyder palette. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. How would you like to make 50 million dollars? You think he's going to be flipping burgers in slow-mo? <laughs> it's very possible. I'm sure we're going to get some some zombie chomps in slow-mo. I like that they use Kenny Rogers. Why? In this trailer. I like Kenny Rogers. All right, Kenny Rogers too. Are you gonna, oh, gam- oh, gambler they because gambler. they're going to Okay, I get it. In Vegas. They're going to it's a heist film. 
in, in Vegas. So I didn't realize, at this point, I still didn't realize this was a zombie movie. Yeah. Well, the first trailer is like, is crazy. And they show them like robbing a vault. And it's like, well, why are you robbing a vault in the middle of the apocalypse? And here you kind of see. Tignataro smoking Black Miles. I'm so happy to Tignataro. I love her. I love her. And she's digitally inserted into the whole movie because she replaced Chris Delia. Chris Delia filmed his whole part in this movie, but then he had that controversy. Um, Chris Delia? He's some crappy comedian and actor, but he got outed for like being a creep. So, um, so stop. So who's getting, who's, who, describe the person that's getting CGI'd in here? Tignataro. She's a very cool, very funny comedian. She's super cool. And so, um, her... Her? No. Uh, you know, her, no, no, no. The lady with the short hair, um, that was smoking and she had the gas can. Oh, her. No, I know her from Star Trek. She's in Star Trek. Is she? Yeah, Star Trek Discovery. I didn't know that. But, um, yeah, yeah. Ariana, you should watch Star Trek Discovery. That's that's a good show in terms of representation. I don't have CBS All Access. <laughs> this is some cool looking zombie stuff here, right? Oh, yeah, I like the zombie showgirl. <laughs> I, I got a kick out of the zombie Elvis. That one was pretty good. Zombie Elvis. Right there, yeah. There he is. <laughs> I mean, it's probably going to be more zombie blowing up. What, what do we say? Bayhem, right? Just the, the Snyder yeah. style. Um, Snyderhem. <laughs> I mean, it looks like it's just going to be absolutely ridiculous and, you know. Somebody said that this was Dead Rising 2, the game, but as a film, which I'm just like, that's actually really accurate. <laughs> uh, there's Ginsburg's cousin, the uh, mutated tiger over there. The, the, yeah, the zombie tiger. And I guess having a bat with nails in it is a popular thing now i guess for every zombie movie what is it the bat the baseball bat with the nail sticking out of it because that's like from the walking dead right it, the, the walking dead was the baseball bat with barbed wire right yeah yeah something like that um but, uh, but anyway oh i was God. saying that tignataro's whole part was inserted digitally because she replaced chris delia completely so it'll be interesting to see how how that'll how that'll look honestly. The point I wanted to make about um Army of the Dead was that I think this is the kind of thing that Zack Snyder should be doing whether it's good or not. Obviously that's up to debate. Um but at least this looks interesting and it looks like the type of thing he should have been doing this whole time. Just, you know, keep him away from from superheroes. Keep him away from DC. Give him a bunch of mercenaries, and he can put guns in their hands, and they can go shoot things and spout off whatever philosophy he believes in. You know, and maybe some people will get it. Maybe some people it'll go right over their heads, and they just think, "Well, this is just a pretty fun shoot 'em up zombie movie." In either case, this is the kind of thing that's more in his wheelhouse than than DC stuff. So this is kind of hours. like, yeah. So this yeah. is kind of this movie. So I'm trying to wrap my mind around this movie. So this is kind of like World War Z meets Oceans Ten, Oceans Eleven, Oceans yes. Eleven, Twelve, <laughs> Eleven, Eleven, the, 11 yeah. the good one. Was, wasn't there an Oceans Eight? There was an Oceans with Eight. The, it was the one with, with the girls. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, uh, oceans, I, hey, some number I like N. I like all three of the oceans movies of the of the of the Soderbergh oceans movies. I will go to bat for all of them. First one's great. First one's per- per- perfect movie. The other two are also good. This seems like a lot of fun. This movie, I think, the zombie wave has passed. We're gonna have to wait another fifteen years for another zombie wave to come back. What, what, when the zombies aren't there, what is it? Vampires come come around. It's gonna be a vampire. Yeah, we do for some vampires. And then werewolves. And then well, and when there's zombies, there's no vampires. When there's vampires, there's no zombies. Is that it? Right now, it's kaiju's. That's the cool thing now because there was Godzilla and there was King Kong. Yeah, and oh, now there's that, Starro. That's the one point I wanted to make about Godzilla versus King Kong is that they didn't use the word kaiju. It's a kaiju movie. Oh my god. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, NotAllPods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks. So I'm just going to do a little bit of warm-up riff. Hey, 3.0, what's going on? Now, I have, I'm going to, I'm drinking non-alcoholic beer. I can't, like, if I had a, it's just not going to do. But then I have this bottle cap opener, right? on That's on the refrigerator in the basement. Now, after Pepe the Frog, every single cartoon character to me looks racist. What are you talking about? That's just L- a beaver. Pepe the Frog. Do you mean L- Pepe, Pepe Le Pew? No, Pepe no. the Frog, the thing that the, yeah, you but, know, the, yeah, the, but the frog but, wasn't initially uh, a racist thing. He was right. appropriated to be that way. It was per- right. Look at this bottle opener. It's a beaver. Does or does this beaver not look racist? It's a beaver. It looks ra- It looks racist to me. Look at he he has a he has a maga he he has a maga hat on. He looks like a bootleg Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like the warm-up band before they became chipmunks, they were beavers. Not every, not everybody in a red hat is racist. I got this really cool like cat sticker for uh that came free with something for my computer laptop, and I was like, oh, this is really cool cat sticker, and then I'm like, but I don't know what it means. This could be like a racist icon. You're so you're so get, like you're so paranoid for no reason. The internet has utterly broken you more than you you. Than most of us. Okay, and we're gonna start. Oh, okay. Good thing we recorded all that. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. <laughs>